Hey loves, I'm Kendall. And I'm Jess. And welcome to Talk Fiction to Me. Um, um, I don't even... (laughs) It's going to be a lot to talk about this. Yes. Crescent City. House of Earth and Blood. Book one from Sarah J. Mass of this very intensive, involved story. story. <laughs> it's very intense. Uh, a lot happens. It's long. One of my favorite books of all time. <laughs> yeah, it's incredible. Um, definitely in my like top three for favorite first fantasy books in a series. Um, <laughs> first fantasy. Fantasy. anyway um just probably actually number in my top three for favorite first books in a series period because it's it feels like three books first of all oh definitely (laughs) um in one it's very long it's 800 pages um but it's awesome i mean really very sarah j mass but i feel like she just like leveled up Oh, absolutely. Definitely and, a level up. And that's not a dig on any of her previous works because they're all incredible and they're it's all different. in it's my favorite books ever. But it's just different. It's different. Yeah, because, well, we'll talk about it. But she able she's able to balance this world that is high fantasy. And in a way, it's higher high fantasy than any of her other series because there are so many different creatures, literally anything yeah. you can think of. Plus, it's urban fantasy, too. And it's urban, too. So it's balancing like a high-tech society with high fantasy. And it's just... Chef's kiss. Amazing. It does it so well. It's so, so fucking good, you guys. Yeah. So good. Hopefully, we gave you time to read because it's so fucking long yeah um but i'm excited to talk about it it's gonna be probably a rambling sesh of just kendall Mm -hmm. and i talking about our feelings and all over the place please do not expect this um conversation to be in chronological order because it's not possible not possible (laughs) we'd be here for hours um we i will say if you guys want us to do like a quick episode well it probably won't be quick but it will be like another episode a bonus episode of our extra in-depth theories i'm sure Mm -hmm. i'll throw out we'll throw out some theories that we have yeah um during this episode but like i'm happy like i'm happy to deeper dive if you guys would like to hear that next week will be crescent city 2 so house of sky and breath and we'll figure out what happens with <laughs> Bryce and an angel? So yeah. we'll we'll see what happens there. Um, but excited, excited to finally read it because this book was a yeah. lot, and I'm like ready to see what happens. I and know. I'm trying to stay off of uh, TikTok and Instagram on the spoiler front uh, because I want to enjoy it and have this like document my emotions oh, I know. throughout the whole thing like i did with the, i mean this reread i'm gonna have to reread it like i reread this book it's so good but oh my god you miss a lot the first time and rereading it the second time you pick up on things yes yeah for yeah. sure for yeah. sure but i'm excited all right shall we get into the wine ratings yes um do you want me to go first i mean the same it's probably gonna be the same 10 out of 10 10 out of 10 and i would I don't think we've given anything a 10 out of 10 yet. Maybe one or two. Yeah, honestly, it's a 10 out of 10 for me. Um, Hands down. It's 
so good. Honestly, I'm I'm really, really racking my brain to try and think of a single critique, and I can't. So, yeah, 10 out of 10. Spice level, honestly. That's the only thing is, like, the slow burn is a major fucking slow burn. But it's a different type of spice. To be fair, guys, Jess thinks everything's a slow burn. Stop <laughs> it. Shut the fuck up. I'm, flipping, I'm like, I'm fucking just her off. Um... Well, I'm not kidding, but it is a slow burn. However, to be fair, though, I'm thinking of the people who are out there that read. I mean, this type of book is never going to be smart. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. like, stop fucking hating people. At least it better not be. Yeah, I'll be mad. We've talked about this before, but this is one of my biggest pet peeves with like TikTok and Bookstagram is. People getting all pissy, like, because they're smut readers, and then they're like, I read this book, and people said it was, like, a three out of five chili peppers. Uh, Like, it's not smut, okay? If you're going to read smut, it's a different level system. no hate. Like, read smut. I like smut. I'm here for it. I'm here for it, too. But there's a time and a place... And yes. I don't want it in such a plot-heavy book. Right. Like, I mean, I want a sprinkle of yes. intense sex exactly. and love and that love story. But it doesn't 100%. have to be everything. <laughs> Silver Flames. <laughs> Sorry, what? Yeah, so um, we'll see because I heard this next CC2 is heavily in the be- weeds of sex. So we'll see how that goes. But, but to be fair, guys, though, like the – the way that they talk in this book and their humor is crass. So, That's like, what I, mean, I was about to say. For me, it really is like a, if it's not a three, it's like a heavy two and a half. Like, it's a, it's, even though there's only like one real scene. Yeah, like, they don't have sex. Exactly. There's only one truly, truly spicy scene, but like the humor is very like crass. And when she, when they do have the spicy yeah. scene, I mean, it's, they talk about it's in detailed. their head. Yeah, I mean, you're getting their heads, and they talk about how, like everything, you know, like they it's, talk about. Yeah. So, so that's why, in my sense of like, I feel like it would be a disservice if we didn't give it a two and a half. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because remember, this is not smut, so do not fucking come after us. So we're not and also, reading it on that. This is not y a this is n a across the board from the get-go so that is not a two and a half in the y a world that's a two and a half in the n a world yeah. which is a different thing yeah they're so. old the characters are older they're in their 20s it's just a, it's a different yeah vibe with it i yep. love it yep in it it's really good just I don't think I'm out of a single negative thing to say, so it's just going to be, like, a us raving about shit and then, like, talking about characters. Yeah. So, get ready. Buckle up. And I would really just like to dive in. <laughs> Let's do it. We haven't talked... We've, we've been wanting to talk about but it. We've but we've been biting our tongues trying not to talk about it because it's it's been difficult. All right. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Okay. Let's go. So I feel like since the book start, I know I said we weren't going to go in chronological order, but I feel like the natural place to start is with Danica. I mean, the first six chapters. What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? I remember when we read this the first time, we were texting each other. I, did I start it first or did no, you? No, I read it in Mexico. And then, yes, that's right. And yeah. then I was reading it when we went to Mexico yeah. later. And so I was and like. I kept giving you little smirks along the way. <laughs> and I was like texting you and I was like six chapters in and this is so, it's a lot, guys. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, if you're not ready to like, 
have to sit and really like think about shit, then this is probably this isn't an easy read. No, it's an intense fucking read. And like I needed to reread it to actually like understand comprehend. <laughs> well, just to like because so much happens, and yeah. so your brain has to make room for new shit, and so you're just like forgetting about all these other smaller things yeah. that are happening. Um, There's a lot of characters too, but those first six chapters, y'all. She she does us dirty. She gets us like real in there, and we're like, okay, all right, all right. <laughs> Bryce is a little bit of like she's feeling herself. She's in her, her early twenties. She's like. You she's, know what? Empowered, and she mm-hmm. wants to do her. Love yep. it. And Connor, sweet Connor boy. Wolf boy. Wolf boy. I mean, you know I love, you know I love some wolves. Yeah. I was into it. I, yeah. So Bryce is a human, um, with, well, well half, half human, human, half fae, and she has, like, basically no magic, and her bestie is the... Almost alpha, basically. Alpha to be of her pack. Well, she is the alpha of her pack, but she's the alpha to be, alpha prime to be. Of, like, all of, of the like, wolves. all the wolves, if not all of the shifters in their world. Um, and they live in Crescent City, and it's, like, a very high-tech society, like, very modern. And her, like, right off the rip, her bestie just gets fucking brutally murdered, bro. Like, and her whole pack, like all of her friends, literally everyone in her life gets fucking brutally murdered. Murdered. Yeah, it was really sad though. Like, didn't you feel it though? Cause she she broke up with her shitty boyfriend and Connor <sighs> was like, seriously, no, like I wanna be with you. He's been waiting for like cute. five years. It was cute, okay. And she I know. like was like, Yes, let's do it. But then she goes to the club and gets fucking high and dances mm-hmm. and like is having a good time. She's young. She's a part. She's partying. She's yeah, she's fun. not committed to anyone. Let's be fair. So no slut shaming anyone. We're not doing that. No, we don't do that she here. Was not dating anyone. Um, and you were like, oh, okay, this is the vibe. Yeah. And then literally, fucking she's three like, pages later, dead. Like everyone. body parts. She goes smeared. to her apartment to everyone that she fuck? loves. Just fucking in pieces like she describes them as like just clumps pulp it was intense it was hella intense but then and she gets bitten by a demon yeah running away like it is so crazy so at first when i first read this book i thought the angel that was there was going to like be her love interest or whatever (laughs) but no wrong for you find out later that it was the Micah. archangel Micah, who is like the he sucks, but like it, you don't really realize that until later yeah. how much he sucks because the hierarchy of their world is ass anyway. Like it's very, I don't really know how to describe it. There was a rebellion centuries and centuries ago, and so there are a lot of people who were enslaved to the government or whatever. And the archangels are like the leaders, the governors of their their territories. And um, so, yeah, Mike is the one who got bit and she saved his life, which is crazy because he's supposed to be super fucking powerful. And yeah. she's like, not at all. But then we get to the precinct scene and mm-hmm. I was like, oh, wait, who's Hunt Avalar? Uh, excuse me? <laughs> yeah. Who is this man? With- the shadow of death. Excuse oh, me? I immediately was like. The Umbra Mortis, the shadow if of death. This motherfucker is not the love interest. 
I'm not here for it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. If someone is the anything of death, they have to be the love interest. Are Sign you me up. serious? I'm Sign here for that up. shit. So, anywho, he <laughs> is literally Micah's fucking enslaved assassin, which is really dark. Like it's he, so fucked up. Yeah, like he was part of the rebellion. He was like led the rebellion back in the dizzy day. Um, where the humans were trying to get out from under the thumb of the Vanir, which is like all the people or the creatures with magic who rule rule that roost. Um, and he was on the human side. So obviously right off the bat, you know, like he's a goodie. But well, he's also the shadow of death. So I was like... He's got some death, you know? He has a lot of character development that we know is going to come. So anyway, he's sexy as hell. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, it literally we get a time jump right off the bat, right? Yeah, like that it was night quite, happens and then it's like 2 years later. It's like she just emotionally just damaged us in maybe 50 pages mm-hmm. and now we're like 2 years later. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know. So, it's a lot. okay, but I did I fucking loved This is one of the best urban fantasy books. Well, it is the best urban fantasy book that I've ever read. I'm hard-pressed to think of other or like wicked i guess um I it, nothing stand nothing nothing I know. because it's that's just what i'm so, saying like no one has written anything like this you is know? it weird to say like i feel like i can relate more to this book than any of the other series that she's written because it's so closely tied to like how our world right functions. it's different obviously because there's still all but these just like, fantasy elements to it but but it's still. like really technologically advanced and stuff it's, yeah like it's they like, can text each other at, in like cars they have cars and phones <laughs> and shit like that and like tvs <laughs> and it's interesting though and something that i really appreciated that she did with this is i feel like so often Fantasy writers, when they want to write an urban fantasy, they do it by writing fantasy elements into our world. Yeah. And she didn't do that. It's no. a new world yeah. with fantasy and, you know, urban elements. And it's just like, it's just so different. Yeah. Like, and I feel like so many people are like, oh, there's only so much you can do with fantasy. You can only strike so many chords on a guitar. But like, she, she proved she it wrong. did it different. Yeah. <laughs> she proved everyone wrong. I love it. It's amazing, and I really can't wait to see where it goes. Yes. Um, so let's talk about – I think it would be good to talk about Bryce and her friendship with Danica, which is very, very important in her life. Like, that is her person. That is yeah. – for all, for all intents and purposes, like, that is her, like, soulmate, mm-hmm. her best friend. She's – they're each other's people. And it's – Danica's very powerful, and her mother – her grandfather, I guess, was the alpha prime of all of the wolves. And there is a lot of rumor that Danica would – like, Danica's mother would be skipped over to to use Danica. And the alpha prime even gave Danica, like, this wolves heirloom sword, which was a big fucking deal. Um – but Danica and Bryce have been through a lot together, and they plan to make the drop together when they turn 27, which is when people who are veneer, they go through this crazy thing. And I don't even to, really know how to describe it, but it yeah. basically kills their mortal body. Yeah, and, they become immortal. And they become immortal after that point if they survive. 
Right. So. And usually you have to have an anchor and they were going to gonna be each other's anchor. Yeah. You to be able to get back to the surface for lack of a better term. Um and they planned to do that when they were 27. At this point I think when Danica died, what was she like 23? Yes. Yeah. Cuz I think cuz Bryce was, was 20, 25, 25 she, in the 2 year. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Craziness. Danica kind of reminded me of Aylin a little bit um with all the secrets. She yeah, she, she just gave me very, that vibe of a very secretive person. She was very protective. Yeah. But she was hella secretive. Yeah. Yep. And something there is an aspect of Aylin's personality, which I feel like Aylin for me and Sarah J. Mass's, you know, bibliography, like that's her first main character, right? Yeah. So for I sure. feel like you're gonna find elements of her in all of in any of her books. Mm-hmm. Um or her personality at least. And so you find that in Bryce with her like she knows she's hot. Like she knows like she looked good and also she's a very hard shell. Yeah. Um because she's had to because humans are very looked down upon and like very Well, she's in a shitty part because she's yep. half fae, mm-hmm. half human and people look down to let's call them halflings essentially. Yeah. Like she doesn't Mud really fit. Blood she doesn't the- really yeah. fit in. Yeah. Gosh, there's so much to talk about and I'm like I don't know where I even go. Okay, so well, let's just let's talk about Rune. And then the let's, brother. let's talk about her family. Yeah. And then let's just talk about her and Hunt. The Faye family. Yeah. So Bryce tells everyone. So there's a boy named Rune. A boy is not the right term. He's like a full-blooded Faye man. male. <laughs> and he's... Hella emo boy. Super emo vibes. Yeah. Love, Love it. it. He has black hair. I mean... Shaved on half of his he's head. He's like very rebellious. Hates his dad. Piercing. Who's like the king of the... Fa- quote unquote king because it's just like a term yeah. of endearment, I guess. for Because there are no kings and queens anymore, but... The Autumn King is what they call him, which is a whole other thing that we can get into. But he's got piercings. Yeah, like you said, like half of his head is shaved. And he's like just – he's got that rebel yeah. vibe. I loved the progression of their relationship I love in this it. book. It was so good. It's one of the best brother-sister I will she's say, ever written. Yes. I will say my only critique of Bryce – which the, you needed this, but the only thing that got under my skin just a little bit is I felt like she was so mean to him. So harsh. Yeah, So harsh was. with him. And he tried. He really, really tried. He's so But good. I think I know why. Like, at the end, you find out You really understand. Why. Yes, you understand. Like, but she was protecting him, essentially. They were both trying to protect each other, to be fair. Yes. Which is the thing, too, right? Is, like, they don't communicate and they don't tell each other things. She... They keep their own secrets, yeah. and so he is um, starborn, which means that he has, like, this old power to, like, he has, like, a star inside him or whatever. But he, they talk about, like, he had to go through an or- ordeal, and he got this starborn, like, sword, the star sword. Isn't that what it's called? Mm-hmm. And yeah. his power, though, in relation to that is pretty minimal, they talk about. Yeah, that was first red flag. Yeah. I was like, that's so special. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have a little half fae mm-hmm. who is the half sister. And he only has half the power. I'm just what? like, so, not even that. He was like, it's just a spark. It's slow. 
Um, do we even want to like, get into like Easter eggs in this episode? Because we have to talk about. I don't know if y'all caught it though, but like in the king's office, there is in the Autumn King's office. Yeah, yeah. there's a hint to something that connects you to Africa. Can we in Resand? Yeah. yeah. So there's the little planetary like thing in his office that you get a glimpse of in silver flames yeah there's a lot that that i found the second time that Mm -hmm. connects that we can talk about yeah we'll do a we'll do another episode where we talk about easter eggs and theories because there are so many that we would never get through the book if we (laughs) tried to talk about them here yes but the bryce's relationship with her father her biological father is very interesting the autumn king and there's an oracle and it just there's a lot there's a lot that happens and her mom's very overbearing Mm -hmm. and well she's just very protective because her mom is human, fully human, and she, like, basically escaped from the Autumn King when he hit her one time, and she realized she was pregnant, and she was like, fuck that, and she ran. Yeah, and then she married this badass human warrior um, guy. hell yeah. Love that dude. I love that dude, too. So... Was his name Randall? Randall, yeah. Yeah. Such um, a dad name. Randall. I know. I know. Love I know. It. Yeah, it, their, the relationship is interesting, because... She kind of built... I mean, Danica was her world, right? And then... Mm-hmm. And, and... It just crushed and burned when she died. And, and she can't get past it. And Hunt even asked her. He's like, were you lovers? Yeah. And honestly, there's part of you when you're first reading that where it's you're like... It's a Kale Dorian shit there, right there. Or even worse, a little bit, or even deeper, I guess. Yeah, definitely but, deeper. But Kale and Dorian didn't die, spoiler alert. Like, neither of them died, so it's different. Like, they don't have that loss. True, 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 true. So it's like, people just don't understand why she can't get past it. And it's like, that was her, that was her BFF. Like, that was her person, you yeah. know? And, and she just can't get past it. And people are, like, shitting all over her in the meantime. So it's just like, I don't know. It's rough life. She's been... Yeah, yeah. she struggles. She just gets shit on all the time. Mm-hmm. Even by Hunt at the beginning. <sighs> yeah. Jessica is her boss. So she works for, like... Shady! This, yeah. So she... Jessica runs this, like, underground art gallery. Antique. Antique. I don't know. It's like a whole thing. It's definitely black market shit. Yeah. But she has a library below it that is like fucking super illegal. Has all these like banned. Yeah. There's like a fire. Books that shouldn't exist. Yeah. Fire sprite. What what do we call? What's her A fire sprite. Yeah. La Haba. La Haba. Sorry. Yeah. I don't know. And and Bryce, like, is so... Like I said, she has this hard exterior, but also she's such a softy. Like, she bought Syrinx's freedoms. So Syrinx is a chimera, which is, for lack of a better term, a dog. Um, but he's, like, a magical dog. <laughs> and he... Um, or, like, lion dog? I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. He has, like, a mane. Yeah. He... She bought his freedom. He was enslaved. And she spent tons and tons of money that she did not have and she pays back that to jessica jessica (laughs) um and later on you even find out that she did the same for lahaba and she offers to buy hunt's freedom at one point like this which is just like drowning in insane debt just to like save people i mean she is so 
so self-sacrificing, yes. which is a very Aelin thing, too. Yeah, for sure. For and sure. Reese. Yeah. All of them. I feel like let's not get too much into Jessica because we'll do that more in the... Th- She's a whole theory in yeah. herself, so I feel like we could do a whole episode but fucking honestly on her. So, But what we'll say about Jessica is that she was a, a witch. witch but she abandoned her house and joined the house of flame and shadow and now people refer to her only as a sorceress yes. so that's interesting Shady as <laughs> shit yeah yeah but there's definitely gonna be more there like you could just tell for sure we for only sure. scratched the surface <laughs> with that one but okay let, let's talk about Bryce talk about our man's so Hunt Athelar. It has to be the end game. A guys. fallen angel. It has to be the end game. It's ha- different. It hits different than any other male character that yeah. love interest that she's done. Anyone for the who first says time. that he has red flags like Tamlin, sorry, not sorry. You are jaded. You're it's fucking not wrong. True. Sorry. Like they I have read this shit twice, and there are questions. But nothing that he did was for a bad reason. Like, even at the end with the big quote-unquote betrayal, he was trying to stop it, A. And B, he was doing it, even though it was not the right thing to do, he did it because he wanted what he was fighting for in the first place, right? Which was, like, that the hierarchy of their system is fucked. He need, he wanted all these slaves to be free. He wanted humans to have rights. So it's not like anything he did was for a bad reason. It's yeah. just, like, he just probably just didn't go about it exactly the right way. <laughs> no, he didn't, but that's okay. We, we figure it out, but definitely that betrayal, and I was like, mm-hmm. What the fuck? I know. What the fuck? And even even at the beginning when he's kind of like an asshole to her, a little bit, you can kind of understand like why he makes these assumptions about her because he doesn't know what he doesn't know, right? Right. He can't know that and he can't be expected to like read her mind. Yeah. And even though you know how good Bryce is, he doesn't know that and he He has has a job to do. He has to go on his... Guys, this is different. Then the other books, I feel like, that we've read with Sarah J. Mass, mm-hmm. yes, it's third person, and she's written third person before. However, we really see these two fall in love with each mm-hmm. other in their own perspective, in their own journey. Mm-hmm. And that's different to me than yeah. what we've read from her, and I fucking loved it. And that's why I feel like they are the end game because of all the shit that they had to work through and the little hints here and there of, like, I don't even know, like, the words that she used mm-hmm. in certain senses. I don't know. It just it felt different than Tamlin, Kay- like, any of the other love any interests yeah. that was I before. I mean, 100% way different than Tamlin because Tamlin was a fucking psycho. It feels so much heavier than any of the other, like, initial relationships that she has written. Yeah, which makes me feel like it will last. Well, what it... I don't know. Maybe we'll be looking back on this after we finish CC2 and be like, we're fucking idiots. But I really don't think we are. I don't know how. Like, I'm trying to, like... I try to think of, like, the scenarios of, like, what she could do to make you not want her to be with him anymore. And it's like... If we have to end this with, like, hating him, I'm going to be very upset. Like, yeah. because you see so much of his personal development that you don't see of Tamlin. Yeah, and both of, like, in both of them, though, together, it's just, exactly. it, it feels so much better with the two of them, you know, growing, in a sense, together, and 
at first you're kind of like he's stuck in this past life well they both are to Mm -hmm. be fair and i think that's why i loved it so much is like he's stuck in the past with his lover and who died for you know when they had the rebellion Mm -hmm. and we have bryce who's stuck in the past with danica and all of her mistakes and and connor and all the things where connor was like sent a text of let me know when you get home and she replays the voicemails and the text messages like they're all they're both stuck in the past and then through 800 pages you see them grow together Mm -hmm. and it feels like a partnership yeah i agree i just and you even see those moments of them thinking to themselves like i think even at one point hunt says like he knew it would be all or nothing like Mm -hmm. or bryce says it one of them says it and you're just like yeah so like because when I was trying to find red flags, there's little warnings and stuff. Like, but even the phone call situations when he get he would get a bunch of phone calls because mm-hmm. you know like he works for the precincts and that that's how they started working together because like mm-hmm. there's a bunch of murders happening that were the same as Danica and the wolves and um but it wasn't really a red flag because he took phone calls with her in the room like on speakerphone so to me it yeah, felt like i didn't even think about that's not that. really a red flag there were some that were a little shady kind of towards the betrayal port portion of it but not not in the sense where you got the weird tamlin vibe you know <laughs> like yeah like no. immediate red flag with tamlin so yeah i agree i don't know i just feel like they're relationship and the way that they interact with each other and the way that you see them grow individually and together is just it's so different from what we've seen in the past from the get-go in her characters yeah agreed agreed i love them together i really hope that we come back Mm -hmm. in the the next episodes and Mm -hmm. we're like happy about them being together i hope so (laughs) What it, what do you think about Rune and the Medwitch? It's going to be a very interesting relationship. Well, because I I think they're 100% going to be trapped. Like they're going to be his father is going to like kind of force him to marry her. Well, and you see at the end during the big meeting that they have, you find out later that this Medwitch is actually the queen of the witches. <laughs> um and I love her immediately. Um, yeah, absolutely obsessed with her yeah. because she actually let's talk about how she literally takes hunt's halo away his like slave halo so like basically all of the angels who are enslaved have this like black like halo for lack of a better term around the their forehead like showing that they're enslaved and then they also have spqm on their wrist of course but she takes his halo away and that halo is the thing that's like Time, keeping his yeah. power under wraps like he can only access like a percentage of his power and oh my god let's talk about that fucking moment where she takes it away and he murders his the freaking his ex-lover's sister who like tortured him for centuries and murdered his her her own sister and her parents um but also literally everyone every single angel in that room bowed to him okay i know this is their bit we have to talk about it we don't know who hunt's father is okay we don't know who hunt's father is i'm losing my mind okay they literally said no one on this planet has that kind of power um excuse me what you mean and you very clearly know in this book from the get-go that there is a multiverse situation yeah i mean they say it is 
like some fucking Avengers multiverse they, yeah, shit. Because they say that uh, Bryce can jump, like she can open up portals essentially. Well, also, like they talk about how hell, their version of hell is a planet. Yeah. He's like, it's as real a place as this. And they talk about how back in the dizzy day, like the, the Fae came here through a portal from another world. What um, world? Excuse me. Um, okay, sorry. We're getting out the theory thing. <laughs> this is a teaser for the theory episode mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. there's just there's so much. There's so much, you guys. It's so hard to keep track of everything. But anyway, my original point was that during that meeting, the the witch queen had a very flirty exchange with Therian. Oh yeah, who was the? Yeah, he's like one of the mer, mer people. Mer people, webs boy. Yeah, yeah. Who's pretty cool. I mean, to be fair. Yeah, he seems like he will come more important mm-hmm. potentially later. Mm-hmm. Um, can we just talk about how the last two hundred pages? I was like, what? I was in literally sitting in my bed reading this again, and I was like turning the pages. My God. Well, you know, flipping the pages on my Kindle. Yeah. Um, like shaking my head and rocking back and forth of i already know how this ends but this is like really fucking That's right. intense I know. and i can't handle it i can't handle this i was telling jonathan i was reading and i was like i have so much anxiety about this and i already know what happened like i've already read seriously this. it's it's that's when you know it's a good fucking book. But, like, what about the moment when Bryce makes the drop and oh, yeah. Danica is there and she – so, like, she didn't have an anchor. She did this to save the city. And Danica basically anchors her from, like – And she goes to the, the bottom. grave. She goes literally to the bottom. Beyond the Fae King's power, beyond her father's power. And it is – crazy yeah because then they drop there's just like surprises bomb after, after bomb, bomb. After yeah bomb. Actually, literally and figuratively like, actually bryce is the heir of the starborn she has like all and she's known it and just been hiding it to because she, she didn't want to take that from her brother like i'm sorry what she's the most self-sacrificing character. seriously <laughs> she is just like repeatedly sacrificing herself over and over and over and even like hunt says like he knew exactly what she was gonna do yeah like, she's gonna t- like give her own life I for mean, literally we- anyone's anyone's when he like jumped on top of her <sighs> oh my god and he got and he got blown up blown i was up. like what the fuck no. Like, this dude gets brutalized. He gets his wings, wings cut, cut off. off. He's what? Literally, that scene that he gets blown up because he, like, g- lands her. over her. She literally says his legs were in ribbons. What? And his wings were gone. Again. What? But she but heals him with her, her drop, drop. With the light that she... Y'all, it's so... There's so many things, you guys. Clearly, this is all over the place, but this is just the first reaction. (laughs) I think, you know, when we do a theory episode, there's a lot of things that are connected with that that I are... We could go into tangents about, which we will, but not today. But yes... Oh, my God, wait. But remember that moment when they were all watching her on the screens, yeah. like, save the fucking city, basically? Yeah, while they're just fucking and sitting on their asses. I'm sorry. The, like, ancient-ass prime of the wolves literally points at her and says, yes. one wolf remains in the old square. And then they were like, there what's her fucking... S- Danica's mom, Sabine. Sabine, is like, there are no wolves there. And he's like... She's a cunt. He, like, beats his chest and he's like, wolf. What? What? I don't know. I just, there's so many, 
And then when Flynn says, like, she's going through this crazy thing trying to save the city, and Flynn's like, it's her ordeal. It's her fucking ordeal, which is, like, what the pure-blooded Faye have to go through before making the drop. Like, it's a really intensive thing. I mean, clearly, we know there's something else going on. Oh, and also, we didn't even talk about how all of Danica's, like, secrets and lying, and she literally ground up this, like, very ancient fey artifact into a powder and had it tattooed into Bryce's back. I knew the tattoo was something else. Like, immediately. Like, well, I I was like, there has to be some code here. Like, (laughs) why would Danica be so shady But she was so, Danica was so fucking smart because they even said, like, only the Starborn can utilize the horn, Luna's horn. And so, literally, Bryce becomes the horn and the starborn and she has all this power. like <laughs> and jessica it's it over nine thousand. Yeah, like it's, she's it's so crazy. overpowered it's crazy it's it's a wild ride guys i yeah. i don't know it's a lot <laughs> it's, it's it's a lot i mean we didn't talk about micah's betrayal and we figure out like hunt figures out everything we have what's her face die sacrifice mm-hmm. herself it, it yeah. A lot. It's like back to back to back to back to back. Mm-hmm. And then we kind of, we we get a little sense of a wrap up. Do you want to give them your kind of theory on how the next book's going to go? <laughs> like how Bro. she has kind of a trend on how she does. Well, you know, she wraps up the So first what book. we've seen in the past, historically speaking, with Sarah J. Mass's books, the first book has a pretty a pretty conclusive ending right like everything generally ends with an actual conclusion it's not a crazy cliffhanger i mean it probably definitely leaves you with lingering questions but it's not like really intense cliffhanger and that happens in the in akatar that also happens in throne of glass um skipping assassin's blade for purposes of this conversation in the second book you have this really crazy ending ending that is an intense cliffhanger. Just think about the very last thing that happens in A Court of Mist and Fury and the very last sentence even in mm-hmm. Crown of Midnight. Like, yeah. those are very intense cliffhangers. And, and so I we've definitely... All heard, we've yeah. all heard that that's kind of how it ends up in the second book. Yeah, and so she's built this world out and now we're going to get... It's more about the relationships... A very intense yeah. cliffhanger. Yeah, it's. I think it's gonna be heavy in the relationship piece with this heavy plot. Yeah, that's building because we don't know. I mean, yeah, clearly Not- there's there's shit coming. Like even in the end of this book, we knew that the way that they got a call from the you know head head people that were yeah. like basically telling them to shut up. And like, live a lay low life. and live your life. Yeah. They literally took away the final remnant of Hunt's, like, slavery. Yeah. And gave him his freedom, truly. Um, yeah. Which is a dangerous game because we've all seen that bitch is super fucking powerful. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you know. Yeah. And um, not to mention, we didn't even talk about Adis, who is, like, what did they, the prince of the chasm which is like the fifth or sixth level of hell there are seven levels of hell in this world or worlds or universe i guess um and bryce has like a history with him like they've had conversations before when she was like 13 and then he she summons him again later and they have this like 
interesting exchange. That's a theory question, too. Like, there's a lot that unpacks there. I know. And he has a working relationship with Jessica, too. Right. So. We, get a, we get a little sneak peek. Guys, this, this reads like a TV show. Like, an epic TV show to me. When I'm reading that, I'm like, oh, my God. I know. This is like the cliffhanger of episode 12. You know, like it's just like this whole thing could be a whole it's, a whole thing. I mean, it's, it's I'm crazy. trying to think of another like fantasy series where this much happens in the first book and I just I can't. No, I mean nothing beats this. No. Like, it, I honestly can say so, that. So intensive, so involved. Yeah. I'm so excited to see what happens in the next one. Yeah, okay guys, in the next book I'm expecting sex. I'm just saying it right now. I'm Big expecting <laughs> sex. I'm expecting something awful to happen. They'll be super happy. And then something shitty will happen. And then they'll have to yeah. work their way back to each other in the third book. That's my theory. That That's that's what I'm thinking. My hypothesis. Uh, I think there's going to be way more with Jessica. I think Rue... Or I always call him Rue, but he's... Rune. Rune. And the witch lady... That's going to be very interesting. I think mm-hmm. that's going to be very much involved in the storyline. Mm-hmm. And I think that Hunt has a lot more to tell. Yeah. Who is his father? Who, who is... Who's your daddy? Who's your baby? But no. Um, yeah, we, we need to For real, to know. though. Like, I'm sorry. He doesn't you know. just get to decapitate your enemy and have all of these powers and the angels kneel and <laughs> they you knelt <laughs> they knelt that to was... a to a literal he was still a slave they knelt to him because no one has no power sense. like that it makes no sense so it's i'm so expecting hot. we get it's so fucking hot <laughs> you are right uh I shadow think... of I'm expecting that we get more in the second book about that, too. And I'm assuming there's some... Yeah, like I said, there's probably something that's going to, like, try to tear Hunt and Bryce apart, but I'm hoping they're still endgame. Mm-hmm. Because you were... Okay, I just have to say this, and then I swear I'll stop. But you remember what Ada said to Bryce? He said, once you make the drop, come find me so we can finish this. And you're like, finish what? (laughs) Finish what? Um, excuse me. You can't just say that I, and then walk away and bro. turn into a cat, okay? And there Thanks are a no million day. of those little things, yeah, right? No, there's a lot, guys. And we clear we did not cover half of it. This is just us like initially talking about there's it. There's one theory that I have that I want to talk about so bad, but I'm gonna save it. Yeah, let's save it. But seriously, there are just there's so many things. Okay. Anyway. Okay, we'll so, stop rambling. Yes. <laughs> Please read Crescent City 2, House of Sky and Breath, so we can chat about it next week. Come back. We'll do a couple of episodes on theories. Don't worry. We'll we'll have a whole convo about it. Uh, follow us on Instagram and TikTok. DM us. You know the huge. Yes. Bye. Ciao.